With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. The real issue we need the government to face up to is deliverability. First, are the resources provided adequate to achieve the, the stated goals? Secondly, does the government have the capacity and competence to achieve the goals? There is a real danger, Mr. Speaker, that expectations among our people are raised only to see expectations dashed. Leader of the Opposition, the Honorable Roy McTaggart, began his contribution to the budget debate this morning. He says the Opposition shares the common goal of making the lives of our people better. Whilst we on this side may differ with you on how we achieve our goal, we do not differ on the belief that the goal for all in this House must be to help improve the lives of everyone in our islands. And therefore, when we criticize the government and its plans, we do so not because we are playing politics, but because we believe that what the government is doing is taking us further away from, not closer to that shared ambition. As a former finance minister, Mr. McTaggart questioned the viability of the proposed budget, noting the initial forecast of a surplus has now become a deficit of 15.8 million for 2022 and just over 8.5 million surplus for 2023. He says it wouldn't take much for that surplus to become a deficit. This suggests to me a government not willing to make hard choices and trim its spending to match the resources available. So then what happens in the long term? The reality is once the revenue spending begins, it will be very hard to reverse, even as times get tough. Once new programs are funded, we all know no one wants to see them taken away. While the opposition leader did cite a number of areas of concern, he did hone in on one specific issue. Our biggest concern with the PAC budget, therefore, lies not in the detail of the resource allocation decisions, but the disregard that it shows for the long-term financial interest of the Cayman Islands. At the heart of this budget lies a single choice made by this administration, and that choice is to go down the path of massive borrowing. Opposition Leader the Honorable Roy McTaggart in Parliament today. Addressing inequality will be a major priority for the pact-led government in the new year. We have to maintain our commitment to protect all workers in this economy. That is why we have agreed to reconvene the minimum wage committee early in the new year to amend advertising requirements for work permits and increase the visibility of job vacancies that will not require login, registration or any personal details. During his remarks in Parliament on Friday, Premier the Honourable Wayne Panton told MPs his government will also review the point system to ensure it fairly recognizes the contributions of the many residents that call the Cayman Islands home. A pensions committee will also be set up to review the pension system and make recommendations to increase adequacy. Yes, Mr. Speaker, we have hesitated to immediately discontinue the pension moratorium, especially as tourism businesses get back on their feet. However, while this relief has supported businesses and employees in crisis, we cannot for one moment take our eyes off the fact that many people had to borrow against their future in order to survive today. The Premier also announced a review of all customs tariffs to ensure fairness and equity while protecting local industries. Mr. Panton added that most of the services provided by Customs and Border Control will be automated to free up human resources to focus more on compliance and enforcement, which will result in increased job opportunities for Caymanians and increased revenue in customs. Government is also looking to expand offerings from the National Insurance Company and the Development Bank. We think of the issues surrounding inequality. We recall, recall that one of the hallmarks of Caymanians 
Accessing their dreams is via financing through banks. Well, again, we will re-examine how the Cayman Islands Development Bank can support Caymanians seeking to meet their needs to manage debt and access opportunities. Lawmakers today debated Friday's budget address and related documentation. The governor is excited to work with the pact government in its efforts to protect the environment, committing to several Cayman-UK partnerships in the coming months. Part of the Cayman Islands-UK partnership agreement on climate change and the environment, the Cayman Islands will benefit from the UK government's seabed mapping program, this aerial survey of the waters around all three Cayman Islands is currently ongoing. During his annual throne speech in Parliament on Friday, His Excellency Governor Martin Roper also mentioned the UK will fully fund to the value of £110 a Cayman-specific climate change risk assessment. This initiative, led by the Honourable Premier, will provide the scientific analysis needed to update the 2011 National Climate Change Policy. Both of these projects will help government design and implement policies to build climate change resiliency for the Cayman Islands. A year ago, under the previous government, Cayman um, expanded our marine park area to just under 50% of our coastal waters. And I am delighted that the Premier has indicated to ministers in the UK his desire to join the UK's Blue Belt programme, which will help Cayman protect and sustainably manage our marine environments. Mr. Robert tells MPs that Cayman should set ambitious climate change targets, to which he will give his full support and that of the UK. In other local news, three staffers will rotate the deputy chief officer role in the Ministry for District Administration and Lands. Nicola Anderson-Wildman, Charles Brown, and Nico Webster will each serve as DCO for a period of six months. Head of the Civil Service and Deputy Governor, the Honorable Franz Manderson. While only one candidate can fill the role at a time, all three qualified candidates have an opportunity to further develop leadership and management skills that will better position them for prospective senior roles. I am proud to support this very innovative approach to recruitment within our civil service and which each candidate the very best. The three Caymanian candidates will be seconded from government posts. Nicola Anderson-Wildman is the ministry's chief financial officer and has begun her acting DCO tenure first. Charles Brown will act in the second rotation and is a senior policy officer with the Ministry of Planning, Agriculture, Housing and Infrastructure. Nika Webster will close out the rotation schedule under secondment from the Ministry of Tourism and Transport, where she is the CFO. Flu shots are available starting this week at the hospital, Grand Cayman District Health Centers, Faith Hospital Cayman Bracken Little Cayman Clinic. Medical Officer of Health Dr. Samuel Williams Rodriguez tells Radio Cayman the flu vaccine remains as important during this flu season as with the COVID-19 vaccine. The annual flu vaccine does not protect against COVID-19. Similarly, the COVID-19 vaccine does not protect against seasonal influenza. The seasonal influenza vaccine will help to reduce the transmission of the flu and protect the island from the double threat of flu and COVID-19. He's encouraging everyone over the age of six months to get the free vaccine at one of the many scheduled walk-in clinics. And in an effort to minimize workplace disruption and ensure that as many people as possible get vaccinated, on-site clinics will also be held. I acknowledge that I receive a request for the seasonal flu vaccine from employers for their staff and the public health department will continue a program of the on-site workplace vaccination initiative for companies with 20 or more employees wishing to have the vaccine. Companies interested in the program can call 244-2621 or email publichealthdepartment at hsa.ky. Flu shots will also be available at participating supermarkets across the island. So where do you go and when? Well, starting tomorrow, flu vaccine clinics will be at 
at the Cayman Islands Hospital Atrium from 10 a.m. to noon, Monday through Friday, and the Georgetown General Practice Clinic and all district health centers from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Residents in the Sister Islands should call Faith Hospital or the Little Cayman Clinic to make arrangements. The vaccines will be available through December 10th. Members of Parliament paid tribute today to one of the founding members of the Lions Club of Grand Cayman, Roy Charlton, Red Bay MP, the Honorable Alden McLaughlin. Roy was a, was a stalwart in the Lions Club of Grand Cayman, one who worked assiduously um, to help people in the community. He was particularly concerned about youth development and opportunities for young people. Finance Minister the Honorable Chris Saunders described Mr. Charlton as an innovative and hardworking man. I just want to see um, record his achievements as a stalwart in our community, a true nation builder, and one who has definitely left his fingerprints on the development of our islands. Mr. Saunders said Mr. Charlton was originally Jamaican, born in 1936, arrived here in 1945. He went back to Jamaica in 1951 and returned to the islands with his young son permanently in 1960. That is your latest local news on this Monday. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm April Cummings.